Good morning, my name is Calvin Davis. Today's first reading is from Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth, chapter 12, beginning at verse 12. Listen for the word of God. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ, for in the same one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were made all made to drink of one spirit. Our second reading is from Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, beginning at verse 37. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, for your children, and all of who are far away, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. And he will testify with many other arguments and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So those who welcomed his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 persons were added. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to the prayers. Awe came upon everyone, because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all, as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their numbers those who were being saved. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God. So as today is a baptismal day, I'll be following an ancient church tradition by delivering the sermon in the form of a letter to those being baptized, Ada and Henry even though they won't be here, <laughs> and are a little young, uh, maybe to fully grasp it, uh, but they could read it uh, one day. But uh, today, I invite you all to listen in, because it's not just for them, but like all the children's stuff, it's also for the adults, uh, whether they realize it or not. Oh, no, I, I've, you've seen the wizard behind the, uh, behind the curtain now. <laughs> now you'll never go back. Um, let us pray. We pray, O oh God, that by the power of your spirit that these human words might carry your living word of grace. We pray that in the hearing of your word, this human word, that we might hear Christ's voice and that we might be made new. In his name we pray, amen. Dear Ada and Henry, I'm writing this letter to you on a very special day. Today, the two of you were baptized together. Today, your church family gathered around you, and Reverend Ingrid and I did what people have done for almost 2,000 years. We poured water over your heads three times 
In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we marked your heads, foreheads in the sign of the cross and oil, and we laid hands on you and prayed for the Holy Spirit. This assumes that all goes well later in the service, of course, right? <laughs> I'll have to edit the word file later if it doesn't work that way. But. And on this day, your mom renewed her baptism too, alongside three other members of our church, Joyce and Stan and Alice. Hopefully, you know these people as you read this letter. Baptism makes this day special for many reasons, but one of the most important reasons is that today we welcome you into the family of God, a different kind of family, a family that isn't necessarily related by blood, though some of us are, but one that is glued together by God's own spirit of love. A family made up of billions of people who are alive now, but also people who have died, and even people who haven't been born yet. All different cultures and languages and skin colors and all different kinds of families. Of course, the whole human family is loved by God, and God so loved the, world, the whole world that God sent Jesus for everybody. But today's the day that you officially become a part of God's family, a family that Paul, one of the writers of the Bible, calls the body of Christ. Today is the day where you were made brothers and sisters of Jesus and children of the living God, at least officially. Now, this might sound overwhelming to you. How can you be family to people you don't even know? Well, God solved that problem with the local church. St. George's United Church is where Jesus' brothers and sisters gather on the ground here in Courtney, where you live. Here, all kinds of people came to see you baptized and to promise to help you and your family get to know God better. And the coolest thing is that these people were so different from each other. There were toddlers and kids your age, people the age of your mom and your dad, but also teenagers, senior citizens, and some grown-ups who were really, really old. You know who you are. <laughs> there were people with a lot of money, and in people without much at all. People from different places and people with different skin colors. Some were married, some were single, and some had recently lost people they love. It's cool because even though they were all so different, the thing that brought them together is that they knew that they are loved by Jesus in a way that nothing and nobody can ever change. And this makes them want to love each other the way that Jesus loves them. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is from a book called Acts. We read it today in church. It tells us what Jesus' friends did after he was raised from the dead on Easter. One of Jesus' friends, a guy named Peter, who is kind of a screw-up, you could say, was sharing the story of Jesus with a huge crowd. He told them how Jesus died on the cross and was made alive again by God. Love won against hate. Darkness couldn't overcome light. 
and that good would win in the end, and there would be a joyful song forever. How in Jesus, everyone is forgiven, which means they never had to be afraid or be alone again, no matter what. The crowd loved the story so much that they asked Peter what to do next, and he told them that they should be baptized, just like you were today. Peter said this promise wasn't just for the grown-ups being baptized, but for their children too, and everyone who God calls. Peter must have been a better preacher than me, because it says that day 3,000 people were baptized. It must have been what we call a megachurch. What's more is that all the people who were baptized got together in a community just like the one you were baptized into. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. They told each other the same story story Peter told them. They broke bread and they ate together as a family and they prayed for each other and for the whole world. Sometimes they sold stuff to help each other make ends meet. They shared, took care of people who couldn't take care of themselves, and made sacrifices for each other and each other's children. And when people saw how the Spirit of Jesus was at work in their church, it made a whole bunch of, them, bunch of people say, Wow, I want that too. Give me some of that. I'll be baptized too. This part of the story has always been really important. But it's especially important now, Ada and Henry, in the time that you're growing up in. People now can be especially lonely and isolated. A lot of people have given up on finding friends, on finding people to love, or people who will love them. And they can be especially afraid and worried of what's going to happen next in the world. Some of them have even given up. I'm a grown-up, and I worry about my own kids and what's going to happen to them, too. They're not alone. Luckily, we've been given the church. And the church isn't perfect. By any means, the church is made of people who struggle to love and be loved just like everyone else. The church is screwed up really badly and can be disappointing, just like every other group of people. In spite of all that, though, the church is where I was told about Jesus and baptized, just like in the book of Acts, and just like you were today. And it's where they keep telling me that story because it's so easy to forget week after week after week after week. And it's where people have loved me and other people in ways I have never thought possible. And it's helped me to to not feel so lonely or afraid or worried about the future. In fact, it's helped me come to know true happiness and joy even when life is really hard. Church has been a lifeline for me. It's been a gift from God. In that same way, I pray that this community will be given the grace to be that same gift 
to you, that we may love you and remind you of how much God loves you, no matter how much you screw up or fall short, because you will, to care for you when you can't care for yourself, and for you to do the same with others, to break bread with you that we would eat together and share your burdens and joys, and most especially to help you remember God's promises that because of Jesus, there's always hope. We can be confident that everything is going to be okay in the end. Dearest Ada and Henry, every time you wash your face, every time your mom and dad force you to take a bath, hopefully you're past that by now at the time you read this, Maybe not, though. I don't know. Every time somebody fills the font with water, the same font you were baptized in, or a completely different one entirely, I pray that you remember today. Because today not only means that you belong to God, but because you belong to God, you belong to us too, no matter where that us may be. May you remember this day where you became part of the body of Christ, the family of Jesus, that your baptism means that you belong to God, you belong to us, and we belong to you. May you remember your baptisms and be thankful every single day. And don't worry if you can't remember them, because we'll remember them for you. Amen.
remain standing as we recite, uh, as we affirm the faith of the church in the words of the United Church of Canada's new creed that says we are called to be the church. Let's say it together. 